Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. And it is four minutes past twelve. It's Wednesday, and you're with Pumi Mashiro, and we're on Womanza. Definitely the show that's all about girl power or grown up. You can call us in the studio. Today's uh, two days before payday, I think, for most people. So we're talking money, 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 money. And we're in the first month of e, what e-filing tax season, personal tax season. So we're talking about taxes today. The last time we had Michelle here. Hello, Michelle. Hi, everybody. We're, Michelle's our money guru. The last time we had her here, she said uh, there's nothing in life that's more certain than death and taxes. So we're talking taxes today. Call us in the studio. Tell us about your experience. Tell us uh, if you've got comments, if you've got any stories that you want to share with us on 0861-555-189. You can Twitter us, Instagram us, Facebook us, or WeChat us on the cliffcentral.com IDs at cliffcentral.com on Twitter or cliffcentral.com, cliffcentral on Facebook and WeChat. And my personal Twitter handle is pumimashiro one Talk to us. Tell us what you... And a little bit later in the show, we're doing an experiment, a social experiment with Sia, who doesn't have a tax number. Uh-huh. So young. We're going to be calling SARS to see exactly how hard or how easy it is to actually get connected, get registered, so that you can file for your taxes. But first, why we have to pay taxes, Michelle? Guys, you know, at the end of the day, we all moan and bitch about why we actually have to pay taxes. But if we have a look at the country's budget and where the taxes actually come from. It's a very interesting statistic because at the end of the day, without that, we wouldn't have most of the things that actually happen in the country. So just a little bit of information. If we have a look at personal income tax that is paid every year, that contributes about 33.8% of the budget. We've got pers- uh, the corporate income taxes, which are about 20%. VAT, which gives us about 26.9%. Customs and exercise duties about 8.2, fuel levies 4.8. But at the end of the day, if you think about it, most of us are paying for our own futures in this country. That's what we're doing. So the things that we spend tax on, which are really awesome for everybody in the country, is things like industry support. We look at agricultural support, which is really amazing because what they will do is they this year they're looking at about 435,000 subsistence farmers, and about 54,500 or 54,000 actual small farmers that they're going to assist this year. You know, as you say that, coming here, driving here, and, uh, you know, all of us like to bitch about the potholes. and We're like, where does our tax rent go to? But I was thinking about driving here that the other thing that our tax money pays for is it pays for our sewage system. And if we didn't, like have a good sewage system. Quite literally, we'd all be in shit. <laughs> literally, yes. I really, I was, I was, because I, I think about the things that we complain about, but I think the stuff that the tax pays for that we don't see is the stuff that's so much more important. And I was thinking about, like, who has to sign up for tax? I mean, if I'm just a young person and I was talking to the interns outside earlier, if I'm just a young person in my new first job, I don't even know how to get started signing up for tax. And anyway, my salary gets taxed. Why isn't that enough? At the end of the day, you always have to just let SARS know exactly what tax is being paid because everybody works off a different tax percentage depending on how much you earn. 
And that's really what it's about because you may be paying a little bit too much tax. You can maybe claim back on some of the tax. Which is when people get paid out. Correct. Again, I'm not that lucky person that gets the payout. You know, I've got friends who will like submit their tax returns and within like a week, they're like, ooh, got paid yeah. out from SARS. For me, the nice thing is that even if you look at where I come from, from the insurance background, is that you've got something like a retirement annuity. Now, the government sees that as a personal pension fund. So they try and encourage people to actually take out retirement annuities. So at the end of the tax year, you actually get a contribution certificate from the companies which you will submit with your taxes. Mm. And they will actually give you a rebate or they will take that into consideration when they're actually doing the calculations. So that's brilliant. That's what those forms are for. Correct. <laughs> that form and the medical aid form? Yes. So that's kind of the things that you can assist with. Even people that work for themselves, those are the people that are actually claiming. Because if you're traveling to clients, that is tax deductible as far as certain calculations are concerned with SARS. You can actually look at the rental on your property and the percentage of the space that you are using and do that as a deduction. That's where these guys are getting the rebates from. Really? Yep. So how oh, how does that work with with um like rentals? If I think, and I tried to get someone from SARS out here. It was all very exciting. It was a lot like a cock tease. You know, they were like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to come. I got this email from some director general. They've got a, a whole thing about who can talk to the media and who can't. And it was all very exciting. And somebody was coming to join us. And then... Like those girls that toy with you. A couple of days ago, they were just like unavailable to me anymore. So I'm hoping that when we do our social experiments a little bit later on, we're going to call a SARS call center. We're going to see how easy it is to sign up. We're going to see how long it takes them to answer. And we're going to see if they know what they're talking sure. about. You know, we're going to ask them some questions and, and hear what kind of level of assistance you get if you're just a Joe Soap like me yeah. trying to get into that e-filing. E-filing is awesome, especially for people that don't have a lot to declare, I think. I really do suggest, however, and I'm not a tax expert, but I do suggest that people that are going to do their taxes because they're self-employed, um, they have certain rebates that they want to get back on, that they need to go to a tax practitioner. It may cost them between four and 600 rand, but if they're getting 30,000 rand back, it's really worth your while. It is worth and these are the guys that know the ins and outs. They're the guys that know what you can deduct. But when you were asking just now about the rental, I've got a home office. So I would say that my home office is about 10% of my property space. And therefore, I can take 10% and actually take that off my interest that I pay every month on my bond. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's the kind of stuff that they will assist with. Mm. And for for person that's just spending their days, earning their money, living their life, giving to the poor, doing you know just not, nothing extravagant, nothing super out there like working for working for yourself. Um, what are the kinds of things and and about charities? I understand that if you give to charities, you can also get tax rebates back from that. Correct. Um, that'll have to be it's, it's it's stipulated. I'm not quite sure what the amount is, and maybe we can actually find out from somebody. But it used to be about a hundred thousand a year. 
Okay, I'm not giving a hand. <laughs> and that was for a couple. <laughs> that's for a couple. But that's why I'm saying, you know, the tax implications for the people that earn more are a lot bigger than for you and I that maybe earn a normal salary. Um, but even if you look at people that are over 65 or 70, they still need to sometimes put in just an e-filing. But again, they can go to a SARS office. And I have seen this personally that they are brilliant. They will sit with a person. They will talk them through it. They will do the calculations. They'll submit it there and then for them. The person leaves with that peace of mind. It's not as if three, four years later somebody comes to you and says, you've got outstanding taxes. That outstanding taxes thing, we're going to talk about that just now. But I, I'm I'm also kind of thinking, you know, the, the, the stuff that you need to submit with your taxes. A couple of years ago, when I was submitting taxes, you had to get a, a, a form from your employer. You had to get all sorts of things and then have a big pack of of pages and pages of stuff that you submitted with it. But with the e-filing, all of that has kind of disappeared. Well, basically, you're going to take your earnings for the year and you're going to actually input that into your e-filing. And it'll ask you for all the different variances that you need to put in. That's why I'm saying when it is a normal tax that you are putting in, it's fine. But for people who want a rebate and want to sit with a tax practitioner, it's always a good idea to take that whole file that looks like a portfolio of evidence <laughs> to them. <laughs> that's what it looks yes. like. Yes, and that's how they will actually then be able to do your calculation. And just talking about the calculations and, and some of the things that you have to put together to submit your your taxes, I'm always so fascinated about the little things that you don't think about. So earlier you mentioned the retirement annuity and we spoke about the medical aid, but also keeping those slips from yes. from uh, your petrol Correct. that you pay Correct. and submitting that along with... Absolutely. Say, for instance, you can actually now do a claim for coming here and actually going home. So it's your kilometers. Mm-hmm. And SARS has actually got a logbook, which is really nice. It's an online logbook that you can utilize. And they actually prefer it if you use their logbook to submit for you to actually get a rebate. But does everybody with a job have to pay tax? Unfortunately, yes, unless you are under the threshold. Now, I think the threshold this year, um, if, I can, if you can just give me a sec, I actually think I've got it here. Putting on your glasses. Yeah, I have to out. put on my glasses. <laughs> it's not very easy with the... I think it's around about six, just under 6,000 or 5,800 rand. So if you are under that threshold, then you don't pay tax. Mm. And what about if you are an employer? We're not always, we don't think, yeah, yes, yes, Duncan, you can be an employer too. You know the CC that comes to your house, you are the employer for that person. <laughs> I know Duncan looks at me like what? I ain't an employer, but if you have, if you have somebody that works for you, if you have a gardener that works for you, if you have um, a CC that comes every day or a nanny or that kind of stuff, is that part of the information that you have to put into your tax form? Do you get a do you get a special rate for employing somebody in the country? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's only when you are submitting taxes for an employee. 
that it actually would work in your favor. Oh. Not if it's kind of, you know, I'm paying the guy that does my garden for me once a month 250 rand um, in cash. Because how do I prove that? Mm. Mm. There's always a paper trail, isn't there? You've got to have some kind of paper trail. So, so unfriendly to the environment. I know. Completely unfriendly Killing to the so environment. Killing so many forests. But look, <laughs> I, know, I, I remember when, when I started and, and I don't, I don't even remember when I started filing like taxes or getting even, a, getting a tax number. Is there a, a particular age at which one has to do those things? As soon as you start earning a salary. <laughs> Sorry. But that's, that's it. <laughs> When you earn a salary, you and you are with the employee, or you are an employee of the employer, you will automatically get a tax number if they are submitting on their pay as you earn. Oh, do you automatically get they a tax should. number? They should, because as soon as you are paid on a pay slip, and it is, say now for instance, the person's earning 10,000 Rand and they are paying 1,800 Rand tax. Please, guys, and remember, I'm, I'm, I'm using hypothetical, hypothetical numbers. Figures. If that is the case, that money, that 1,800 rand is being submitted to SARS. So there has to be a number linked to that 1,800. And when that, so that's a thing, because I'm kind of thinking, where do you get your tax number from? You know where you get your ID number from is one day when you go to Home Affairs to get your ID when you're 16, you get an ID number. But Correct. where do you get a tax number from? That is why I'm saying most of the time it is the company that you're working for that will actually get that tax number for you. So when you have a pay slip, there should be a tax number on that. Mm. And what if you don't get a pay slip? If you work for a small company that doesn't have, you know, that doesn't have a formalized yeah. system like that. Then you can actually apply for it as far as I know. Because if you want to stay on the right side of the law, rather pay your taxes, even if it is a pain. Mm. Because I know that if you don't, you can actually have some problems in your life. Actually, quite a few. <laughs> now, the funniest thing is that a retirement annuity is normally a debt-free policy. In other words, nobody can actually claim on a retirement annuity. So with any other policies, and you owe anybody, they can put a claim against one of those policies. With a retirement annuity, they cannot do that. Oh, wow. Okay. However, the only person that can actually claim on a retirement annuity is SARS. So if oh. that person takes out the retirement annuity, that amount is automatically sent to SARS to ensure that there is no outstanding um, tax. And what about the, the the if you're not paying your taxes? What? <laughs> Start running. So it's, it's, it's <laughs> Look, we, we know it's important. <laughs> But also, you know, South Africa is, is also a country full of people that are strong-willed individuals. And, you know, you might want to prove a point about something. Not paying your tax. What are the implications of that? Jail. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, did you hear that? Duncan wanted to know about evading tax. Jail. Jail. <laughs> Sorry, Duncan. Yeah. But that's it. If they actually do catch you, I mean, think about the people that we have heard of lately that have been public figures in the news and the evasion of taxes mm. and how much it's going to cost them to try and get out of it. Because some of these people don't just owe 10,000, they're owing 10, 15 million. 
I saw that article about the guy that owns the the cash and carry or something, and he owes like a billion rand. I mean, <laughs> something it's, it's ridiculous. Nuts. You know what? You might get away with it for a little bit, but you are going to be caught. Mm-hmm. And and when they do, is, does it have a back payment? Because I'm also kind of thinking about when I was much younger and started working. I don't remember when I signed up eventually for taxes, um, for for submitting tax sure. like this. Because when when I when I started working, it wasn't in in my face. It wasn't something that was top of mind for me. So when those ads came on, when and I, I think possibly also there was much less advertising back then. I mean, when this tax season opened up, everywhere you looked, yes, there was advertising telling you that it's it's time to file your personal taxes. So if you are a young person and you haven't signed up and you've been working for two or three years and you're listening to the show and you decide to sign up, is there some kind of a somebody that will say, hey, hey, but you started working three years ago? If they've been receiving tax from you, yes, they will pick it up. But they're normally extremely good with things like that and they're very lenient. Um, you know, if you do owe their money, say from a year or two ago, because you haven't submitted your tax, they will actually work on like a, a, a repaying plan for you. They're not oh, going to wow. say to you, listen, we want all the money at once. They're actually awesome. What I've dealt with, and they'll actually say, you know what, if you can afford 200 rand a month, let's pay this off over an X period of time. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So that's Well, that's, that's really my experience good. with them, that they've actually been very, very good. So you've had lots of great experiences, and I know there are some people that have some absolutely no, awful, I awful know, experiences, I know. which is why we're going to do a social experiment, yes. but we're going to take a little break. Duncan's going to play a song for us, and when we come back, we're going to do our experiment with Sia. Excellent. Mind is always racing My heart is burning 
Ralph Gum, listening to Ralph Gum, and the song's called Free, and we're just talking about being free from taxes. Sia hasn't even shackled himself into the bonds yet, and he's already complaining about it. Uh-huh. This is, like, not fair, people. <laughs> I need to clearly then simply marry rich and you don't pay taxes. So the, the, the phone's right. your personal e-filing password, press zero. If you are a tax practitioner, So this is our number two. Through to SARS, but we have if to you hear have the a case number and would like to follow up on an existing case. Press two for tax related inquiry. Press three with for pressing three and excise inquiry. Tax reference number followed by the hash key. We don't have a tax number. What are we going to do without a tax number? Please enter your tax reference number followed by the hash key. Okay, then we have to redial and get another option. No, maybe they'll just hang on. Maybe they'll ask you to actually speak to a consultant. Your case number is one four zero one eight Hell of a long number. Four. Please note that our agents are only currently able to assist taxpayers in English. You are being transferred uh, to the uh, next uh, available uh, agent. If you would like to participate in a short survey at the end of this call, press one. We're gonna take. Otherwise, we're gonna keep it on hold, two. and we'll hear when it when when they come back online. We'll talk to them then. But we've got our case number, which you is. You are important. being transferred to the next available agent. Ooh. If you would like to participate in a Let's short survey on hold. at the end of Let's this call, this is it. Press got your one. ID number ready. Otherwise, I, s- I know it. Two. You know your ID number yeah. by heart. You know your tax number is linked to your ID number. Wait, now hold the phone. What if like <laughs> I? <laughs> oh, there's even some lovely theme music. <laughs> What if? Can they like do research on me? Like, if I have a criminal record with my ID number, can they find that out? No, because it's oh. not relevant. Oh, okay. Well, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they like. Got a criminal record? We should know about. No, I just like thought they could know things about me, like no, where but... I've been, my latitude and longitude at the moment, something like very James Bond esque. This is not enemy of the state. Okay. Actually, SARS is your friend. SARS is my friend who takes 18% of my money. SARS is that is not friend. a friend. That is a liability. <laughs> liability in my life. They help. They help it all go. Keep. They help to keep everything going. You know, every time you hear the finance minister yeah. going on about the budget. Yeah. That money that is his budget. Now I understand. Comes from you, okay, the taxpayer. Yeah, I remember these SARS ads, and they're like, oh, they show like a little case study, and they're like, this is where your money goes to. How can we decide where our money goes to? By who you vote for. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't really decide because it's part of a budget, and the budget allows them to determine where the money goes to. So if it's going to be schools, housing, infrastructure, they'd make that decision on the budget. You actually, remember when we were talking about voting? When you vote, you are actually making that decision. Correct. Because the party you're voting for decides how they're going to use the money, and those voting platforms, what are those things that the well, EFF and all those people like were saying? Yo, hey, this, this is a lot is, to consider. This is being all grown up. This is why Womandla is all about big then, girl panties. Big, well, well, let's take the panties out of my equation. But <laughs> <laughs> I understand the grown up analogy going on. This is a lot. Why 18% specifically? Can't we like lower it? Can't no, we? what happens is that your tax is actually looked at in different sectors. 
So you look at people's income and how much they ah. earn. So the people with a higher income can pay up to 42% tax. So Ooh. maybe that the 18 is like, much rolling better. In the if you're 18, rolling 18 in the is dough. maybe a better idea. I was kind of taken aback by that. 42. My math yes. is not like up to par, but I know 42% is very close to 50. So that's Correct. like almost half Correct. your salary <laughs> Correct. Almost so those are your, your people that are gone. earning a lot of money are paying that amount of tax. That's why I said earlier on, if you are able to go to a tax practitioner, especially when you're earning a lot more, yeah, you go to them because they're the guys that are going to get you the rebates. So this is what I also wanted to know. If you have several different, let's say you work two or three jobs, do they take 18% from each different salary or do they add all of no, your money together? It's, then it's, they all, take and combine it's all separately, very simply because it's each employee mm-hmm. has Employer. an employer that will give them that payslip. So they will all tax you separately. And maybe it's not a bad thing because if you had to, say, take 10000 from each, you're sitting at a higher tax bracket than separately. Oh. Ah, this is a lot to think about. <laughs> this is a lot to think about. But, but so like me, yeah. as a freelancer, and a lot of people are freelancers now, mm-hmm. especially young people, we don't like to be tied down by a job. You know? Yeah, and but, not pay taxes. <laughs> no, but you still pay the taxes, <laughs> right? But what happens is that the calculation then gets done, and that's how you get money back. You get money back at the end of the year because you've been overtaxed. If you've been taxed, if you've been taxed 18% three times, yeah, you've been pay, you've paid more than 50% tax. So, then, so you get the difference between the upper brackets and the lower one. Okay. Yeah. This is what I'd like to know. The celebrities like Wesley Snipe and Lauren Hill, who have you like millions uh, yeah, in taxes, what does that mean? Do they just evade all the notices to pay taxes? And they that, don't like, declare what they earn. Okay. So that's, that's what, what you have do. to do. Declare everything you earn. Does like your properties and whatnot also get into consideration? So if you've got a house that you're renting out, okay. when you sell that house, you have you, you get what's paid capital gains tax capital gains tax. So when you sell a house, that's what you have to put that in. If you <gasps> bought or sold a house in the past twelve months, if it's not your normal resident, wait, this residence. is not so. So if I own a separate property and I rent it out, does that count as an income? Yes. Yes. And so I get taxed on that. Yes. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I'm done. I am going to marry Rich. I'll sit at home and the hardest decision I have to make is whether to drink rooibos or green tea, not discuss taxes. No. Why Why can't we reach a compromise? Okay, let's... What is the purpose of paying tax? The purpose of paying tax is to pay for the government. Because and to the, run our country. It's to run our country. Yeah. Because that's what the, the, the taxes are for. The taxes are what pays for the person who works at the post office is paid by tax money. Oh, and then I the wait in line for like four hours. Then I get to the front of the line and they're unhappy and smiling. Meanwhile, I'm paying for them. If I'm going to pay... You can tell them that. Oh. But you own them. Think about it. You, you are, are their, their boss. boss. So you I can are. be like, hey, shape up, shift up. Yeah. If your name is happiness, I... you've got to be yeah. happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. But it's also... So when you flush the toilets, yeah? Yeah. That sewage system. Is that my money? Paid for by tax. When you open your tap, oh. 
Okay. That water coming out, paid for by tax. Oh, now I'm going home and telling them. It's, <laughs> if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it brown, flush it down. <laughs> we got to save money, people. <laughs> we are saving money. If I'm going to pay 18%, things are going to shape up and shift up and change very quickly. But it's also, so tax, tax also pays for, for the roads. It pays the president. It pays for the buildings. That are the prisons and the schools. The teachers are paid for by tax money. Okay, here's my tax thing money now. is very important. I think I'm going through a process where, like, every single president goes through, and this is why they run. I think I should run for president. Do it. Okay, because this is what I think. Ne? Mm. Um, what's that? The poorest or president in the world who drives like a beetle? Why can't every single politician drive a Toyota Corolla? Standard. Say that's saving on like all the wealthy little cars, and they all just have like an apartment in a building. You saving own, on property. So you own the, exactly. you own the, the apartment. same building. So then we're going to save on security costs as well. Ah, I'm on a roll here, you guys. <laughs> See you for president. I'll vote for you. Thank you. We should change the whole situation of everything. Are we still on hold? Are we still You're hearing kidding. that music? Play it up. Do they give us a number? Oh. We're still on hold. I actually kind of like the music, though. I'm just counting. Wow. So we're still on hold. We're on hold. It's been like eight minutes or something. And Ooh. most people, this is what does worry me, however, is that a lot of people are phoning from their cell phones on a prepaid to get through to SARS. Now we're holding on for eight minutes already. Exactly. And this, but I just think this call. is unfair. This is unfair. And it's, it's also, is this a toll-free number that they've used? No, I don't think so. No, it's not a toll no, free number. It's so. the number that you find on your It's a 0117 something something. I'm going to look on this email. Maybe there's a cell phone number for this guy. Uh-oh. The email that they sent us. Ooh, now Uh-oh. we're going to be the angry customers. <laughs> no, we're not angry customers. We're just trying to get, you know, we're trying to get Beefy. our tax money working for us here. Our tax money this working is... for us. Wow, this is very daunting. So there is also scams. The 419 scams do also use ah, SARS. Anything with a number is scary. Like, don't, like, if you're gonna come with a 411, the 121, the 491, that's scary. I don't even know what it is, but already with a number, it's scary. But you must know that SARS will never, ever, no. ever, ever, ever send you an email that asks you to give them your details. They okay. won't send you an email ever. saying, no. we just, they will, but what they, and they will never deduct money out of your account. You have to pay Yo, them why, directly why don't they over do the that? phone. If you, Wouldn't you that be easier? Just simply easily deduct without having you to go through all the processes and actually. I think it's to verify who you are. So even if, say, for instance, um, a new system comes into place with SARS, they will actually phone you and ask you to come and verify who you are in person. Oh. So you would have to take your bank statement. You would have to take your ID. All of that stuff to a SARS office. Okay. So that they can physically verify who you are. And it's I think it's really to prevent these scams that are going around. Because right now, I can guarantee you within the next six weeks, people are going to start getting emails so I to get, verify their account details and so on. I've gotten emails and my email address on my SARS um, is my Gmail address, mm-hmm. so that no matter where I go in the world, wherever my uh, work is or whatever, whatever changes, I can still get my 
uh, information through to them. And they can still but, take all your money. And then on my work email, on my work email, I got a letter telling me that SARS deposited 42,000 rands into my account. I just have to click on a link. Too, uh, too good to be true. I was just like, okay. Too good to be true. That ain't for me. So they will never do that. They'll never give you, send you an email where you have to click through on a link. Okay. To to give your details. When you have to verify your details to SARS, you have to do it in person and you have to show yourself with your ID at a SARS office. Correct. A lot of dots are adding up for me and I hate to sound so ignorant and really like, yeah, I sort of knew but I didn't know. And that is why people get so fired up about potholes and e-tolls and whatnot. Of course. Because at the end of the day, it's their money. It's our money. We are paying for this country. So every single person that is paying tax is paying for this country. And therefore, it's important for all of us to realize that we actually do have a say uh-huh. in in this country because we are paying for our own country. But it's also important to pay taxes so that we can have that say. And the only way that the message can really go through at the end of the day is through our vote. And that's why our vote counts even more. Wow, this is big. <laughs> so- Very big now. All, all of this is actually mattering and responsibility and stuff. It feels all grown up, don't it? <sighs> I still say just being a house husband is easier. So Can I put myself out on the line? <laughs> Anyone who pays 42% in taxes, it basically means you have a lot of zeros in your income. So holler at me. <laughs> I'll be having... So one of you, these months, one of our Money Wednesdays, when we have a woman about money, we're going to be talking about that Cinderella complex. We're going to have a conversation uh, about no, no, that No, 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 no. It's not a Cinderella complex. It's thinking smart, you know. <laughs> You're setting up your future. Why can't we call it an investment? I'm investing in myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see about that. But just also talking about taxes and your tax number and watching out for scams, you must know that your tax number is always the same. Okay. And it will always be linked to your ID. And it will so, be there until the day you die. It will never, ever change. So the number they just like read out to us. And that's, a the reference number. that's a oh, reference. That's a reference number, not yeah. my tax no. number. You still have to get registered. That's what we're trying to do with you. That's uh-huh. our social experiment. Here we are, 10 minutes, 12 minutes later. We're still listening to the music. We're still holding. So if you're calling a SARS, if you're calling a SARS office looking for help like we are, uh, better be calling from a ticky box. And okay. I'm feeling really stupid now saying all the nice things about SARS. But if you've had a good experience, maybe you're listening to us, you've had a good experience, maybe you work for SARS, give us a call. Tell us about your experience. 0861 is the 555-189 is the go. number that comes directly into the studio. And remember, here on Cliff Central, we're uncensored, unscripted, and it's all live. The kicking ass ass ain't it's time to close We're leaning on each other trying to beat the cold Carry your shoes and I give you my coat yeah. We're walking these streets like the paper gold Any old excuse is not to go Neither one of us want to take that taxi home Singing a hot time Standing on chairs Spending our time like we are Laughing our heads off The two of us there Spending our time Like we are millionaires Millionaires 
Something to do with choosing all the songs. Because the first one is free, which we aren't really free because of taxes. And then there's millionaire. But you're free because of taxes. Yeah. Uh-uh. We've got a free democratic country because of taxes, my boy. Because of taxes. So just to clarify once again, as we were discussing, I said if I was Justin Bieber in my heyday and I was like 13 but earning a lot, <laughs> do I start getting taxed? You get taxed from when you earn, not from when you are born. Ooh. So if you if you're like six months old and you're out there earning a living, you get taxed. And so is the South African Revenue Services, right? But what if I was in Swaziland and I got paid there for like the commission? Okay, let's just say I was a singer and I went out to Swaziland and I sang there and I got paid. Will I still will be taxed on that? Will they pay you in cash or will they pay you through your bank account? Ooh, which one avoids taxes? <laughs> so that is question. not avoiding tax. And I'll tell you, someone said to me was that, you know, tax avoidance is all right. Looking for ways that you pay less tax. So if you get your own RA, if you pay for your own medical aid, you're avoiding tax. Yeah. But if you are evading, running away from. No, it's just jumping through a little illegal. loophole. Which we squeeze through. It's illegal. Tax evasion is illegal. Tax avoidance, you can get away with. Ooh. <laughs> right? But we're trying to get hold. We're trying to get hold of a SARS spokesperson now that we can't get hold of a SARS um, call center. So we, we've. I think we've got Marika on the line, who's the person that we we were trying to get. No, she's not on. 
They're giving me thumbs up signs over there. But you're going straight to the top, hey? The deputy spokesperson yeah, this, for SARS. And this is this is it. Remember, my tax pays her salary. Marika. Hey, how are you, Pumi? Hello. Hello. Marika, you're talking to Pumi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Thank you for taking our call. So we were doing a social experiment with a young person here mm. who doesn't even have a tax number. He's We're blowing his mind with the number of questions that he's got. Okay. And we thought maybe we'd get somebody who knows a little bit more than us about it. So that's why we're we've called. Always you. happy to help. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So wait, how do I go about like starting to actually register and get a tax number? All right. Well, registering for tax is pretty straightforward. You've got one of two options. You can either do it, you can either get on to create yourself an e-filing profile and, and start engaging that way. Or if it is the very first time you've worked, if it's the very first time you've ever been paid, which would then require you to be registered with SARS, your best bet would be to go into a SARS branch with your ID documents, with um, proof of address, proof of banking details, and then we'll register you, we'll get a tax number for us, and then you'll be fully compliant and on the system. Okay, so let's now look at the worker as a human. Don't we care about other humans? What do you mean? No, I mean, okay, let's look at the situation. Let us just say I earn 8,000 rand, right? And I have to pay for rent, and I'm paying for my siblings, maybe it's a child-headed household, and I have to transport myself to and from work. And there is no money to pay for taxes. Does SARS look at your case study as a whole or is it just, uh, sorry, we have to fill up potholes tax, and that's that? Tax is a legal requirement for any South African who is working and is earning above a certain amount per annum. If you earn under the minimum amount, which I stand for correction, um, but it is, we're probably sitting looking about 60000 a year, you don't pay income tax at all. Um, if you earn under 250000 a year, you don't have to register for tax because your employers will pay on your behalf. However, it's, tax is something that's required in pretty much every democracy in the known world. It's, it's, part of the, it's part of the compact. It's part of the agreement between you as a citizen and the society in which you live. It's your contribution as an income-earning citizen to improving the society in which you live. It's not just something you're giving to other people or giving to the state. The money that comes from you in tax goes into, you know, utilities that you will use on a daily basis. The roads you use to get your siblings to school or to get yourself to work, whether you're in a taxi or you're in a bus, public transport, or if you're lucky enough to be in your own car. The schools your siblings go to, that will also be funded by your tax. The medical facilities you use, especially if you're not a high-income owner, those will also be contributed to through tax that everybody pays. And Marika, if you are a first time, I'm a young person, I've never paid tax before, but I've, I, I didn't know this information up until mm. this very day. Mm. And I go to the SARS office and I hand in my, all my documents to get a tax number. Am I going to be penalized for the last year that I was working and I didn't know all this information? Look, it's highly unlikely simply you wouldn't have been paying, paying tax at all. Because if you get a salary from an employer, if you're in a position where you're getting a salary slip from an employer, then if you're earning a basic amount of money, so you're not earning, especially if, you're, if you say you're 18, you just started work, you've been working for a year, you're unlikely to be earning dramatic amounts of money. 
So that would suggest that your employer would have been paying PAYE, that's employee's tax, yes. on your salary already. Yes. So it's not like you haven't been paying. If the employer is employing you, if the employer is deducting PAYE from your salary and you'd have seen that, you'd be able to see that by checking your payslips, then it's actually your employer's responsibility to make sure that your tax is being paid to the state. So unless you're a very lucky 18-year-old <laughs> with a family inheritance and a trust fund and a car from mummy and, you know, 10 grand allowance a month, it's highly unlikely you'd be in trouble with us at this point. Oh, fantastic. That, that he's, that's made him feel a lot better. <laughs> but how are South Africans in general with actually keeping up with our taxes and, you know, being good. adhering to all the rules? Are we like... We're, we're actually very, very good. And it, it's quite astonishing just to look at, because you've got to remember also tax... There's multiple forms of tax, and you as an individual, you guys sitting in the studio, you'd be paying some kind of income tax on your salary. That's probably coming off by your employers. But you're also going to be paying tax on, on things you buy. So, you know, the shopping you do, the groceries you buy. So as we always say that even the very poorest South Africans will be paying some kind of tax, will be making some kind of contribution. And to give you some examples, just in terms of the personal income tax, we're in tax season now. We hit the one million tax returns filed over the, this weekend. Oh wow! So it's it's people are really people are quick on the uptake. They understand the importance of tax. They they understand that it's important to sort of get it done quickly and easily. And there's a, we think there's a real commitment. There's a real indication that South Africans understand why they need to pay it. I mean, it's not fun. No one yes. likes. No one likes. No, no, no. It's not fun. We're clear no. about that one. So we get that, but what we also see is that South Africans get why they need to do it, and, and that's Marika, incredibly good. Speaking of quickly and easily, I mean, mm. we were just talking about sometimes uh, SARS has to pay you back some money. Maybe you've paid more tax than whatever when you submit yeah. your. Um, how quickly can I expect if I file my returns today? How quickly can I expect a response from SARS? What we generally say to people is if you file your return today, you would expect everything to be processed in a maximum of 48 hours. But quite often it's within seconds or minutes of you submitting. You'll get an SMS saying, thank you for filing. This is the outcome of your filing. If there is then money due to you, we then look to pay out again in a maximum of 72 hours. But that's the real outside of, of sort of the window there. And if you sort of, if you sit on Twitter, like we do a lot during filing season, and you keep an eye on what people are saying, you'll see a lot of people saying, oh, how awesome. I've just filed my tax. So I was confirmed, and they paid me my money already. I'm going to party. What, you, you on know? Twitter? Especially if you sit on Twitter on a, on a, oh, I, I, I want to follow Maria. What is that Twitter head? What is that Twitter handle, Maria? <laughs> Let's see if you guys can find it. You're the journalist now. <laughs> ah, 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 but we really we make a point of, of if if we do owe you money and there's there's no issues, there's no concerns there because sometimes if someone you know if someone do a, they submit their returns and the calculation result is like a massive payment, we'll say okay, a massive payment. Check. You know, people sometimes need thousands and thousands of rands sometimes. But sometimes then we'll want to check. We'll want to audit. We'll make, want to make sure that you've been absolutely honest when you've submitted your return. So sometimes we'll say, yes, you've submitted. This is, in theory, the calculation amount due to you. However, please could you send us your supporting documents so that we can check. And if I owe you money, so if I get an SMS that says it is 
I owe money to SARS. Yeah. Am I expected to turn around that payment in the same amount of time? Kind no, of like 72 absolutely hours? not. Absolutely not. You are given until the end of the tax year, end of the tax season. So you get at least until November. And then depending on what, if it's personal income tax, you suddenly sometimes get up to March the following year to pay. Oh, wow. So no, it's absolutely not 72 hours, although we do urge people to pay sooner <laughs> rather than later because sometimes you forget and then we have to remind you. Speaking of reminders, how yes. d- either than the advertising in the newspapers and on radio and on TV, how does SARS, com- can SARS communicate directly with me? Will I get an email from SARS saying, hey, hey, you haven't submitted. It's almost tax season's almost up. We we do, we would, we would send reminder emails. We also do SMSs for certain, certain groups of taxpayers. So, for instance, last year, there was quite a major change. We changed the threshold for how much you need to earn before you have to physically submit a tax return. Up or down? So, you, so it, it, was, it was revised up. So before we said if you earned 120 or below, you didn't need to submit. And oh. then from last year, it was 250 or below. Oh, wow. So not you don't have to pay, but you don't have to file a return. Mm. Your employer will already have done it on your behalf. So that was a major change. So we sent SMSs to people who would have been affected by that change to say, just remember... Because of this change, you do or you don't need to submit a, a return. So we do a lot of SMSs. We do emails. We also try and we've got a Facebook page where we sort of try and push information out. Um, and then in terms of, sort of educational stuff, there's the adverts. And we also have a YouTube channel where we put a lot of our how-to adverts up. Speaking of communication, if I receive a an email, how do I know that it's an authentic SARS email. I was just telling a story earlier mm-hmm. about having received an email on an email address I know I've never given to SARS. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen that. I've seen people making those comments. There's been a couple recently. As with a lot of sort of major brands, so the banking brands, um, big, big corporate brands, SARS is the name is used as a target for people to do phishing, um, you know, internet scams, that kind of thing. And a lot of it is emails that say, you have received a SARS, a SARS tax refund it said I got of this amount. Rand. Yeah. I was and very excited. It, and did it tell you to click on the link? Yes. Yeah. That's always, that's always the big sign. We will never, ever ask you to click on a link. We will say the most, most detail you'll get in an email from us is there, is there is a communication waiting for you in your e-filing inbox. Please log in to read it. We won't say please click here. We won't say please enter your password or anything like that. So anyone asking you for that kind of detail in an email or an SMS, anyone saying please click on this link, it's not us. Um, And what we also say to people is check where the email comes from because when it comes into your inbox, it will say from SARS. But if you actually check the properties of the email, the email address is not sars.gov.za or sars.co.za. It's very, they're very odd email addresses. It'll be immediately obvious it's not us. Mm-hmm. So what we say to people is check everything. If you're still unsure, call the SARS contact center and they will be able to check your profile for you and tell you if there is any money owed to you. We've been holding to talk to the SARS contact center for about 15 minutes. So we've been holding Look, for a very long time. 15 minutes is higher than we would expect. As a rule, we've been averaging, when I checked in with the contact center this morning, they were saying the average holding time was about four minutes. And then once you're in the queue, you're looking at seven or eight minutes. That was the average. 
It is, of course, lunch break now, which means that a lot more people are trying to file online. I mean, when I look at our stats, we do actually see an uptick where we see the spikes in people filing is lunchtime and then sort of after 5 p.m. up to about 7 p.m. and then again late, much later in the evening. Ah. So there are actually spike times where people are trying to do things. So everyone's on their lunch break. They're thinking, oh, let me file or let me check if I got my return. I don't have my return. Let me phone the contact center. So you would expect a spike, and that would mean longer waiting times over lunch. Oh, fantastic. And Marika, before I let you go, just one last question is when does filing close? All right. Well, for your normal your normal sort of tax return, your normal salary, that kind of thing, you're looking at the last Friday in November, says Marika, looking at her calendar. This year, it is the 21st of November. You have up to midnight on the 21st of November to file your tax return. And that's you can do it by e-filing directly online, or you can go into a SARS branch and one of our people will help you file it electronically. Marika, you've been fabulous. Thank you very much for all the insights. Sia looks decidedly less stressed. That's very good. (laughs) Thank you very much for taking our call. All right, guys. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Bye. So Marika took our call on her cell phone number directly, helped us out. (laughs) She helped us out. And this is the kind of people you pay with your tax money, people who help you out. I'm still hung up on the fact that she says we must find her on Twitter. Like her name is Marika Muller, so I'm thinking like her Twitter handle is at no, Moneymaker. It's a SARS, it's a SARS <laughs> it's Twitter. It's a SARS Twitter handle. Mm, so no, at I'll SARS. Find her. Marika Muller at Moneymaker or something. <laughs> Double M for money. Thank you, Sia, for being part of our uh, our social experiment today. I wasn't a lab rat, but I did learn a lot, so thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Michelle, for being with us. Great. Next pleasure. month is Women's Month, and we're going to be talking about money, 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 money and women's issues at the end of the month, just before payday. Thanks for joining us. It's one minute to one. And when I look out the window here, I see the doctors are here, ready to... T- and, and Duncan's also giving me that skiff look that says, eh, 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 eh. I'm running out of time. You are listening to Pumi Mashejo. This is Womanla. Go power or grown up. See you again next week. Bye.